You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is The Gunny, and today's podcast is a little bit different than what I do. And the reason behind that is because the so-called president of the United States went to Hollywood and got on the Jimmy Kimball show. And we need to understand how these leftists are in bed with the government. And this is a prime example of of the control that the media has. Listen to what I'm telling you. The media has on the government and how the government is using the media to talk to the people. Thank God most of us don't even listen to this Jimmy Kimmel, you know, midnight, 11 o'clock at night show. But listen to this YouTube recording. It's about 20 minutes long, but it's worth every minute because this insane person explains how screwed up in his mind he is and the tyranny that we're going to face in America until this man is replaced by a true president. So take a good listen to what I would call one of the worst events in the history of media in this country. We were here in September of 2019, and one of the things we talked about at length was gun violence. And you said that we need to do something about this gun violence, particularly when it comes to our schools. And here we are couple years later, we're halfway through this year already, there have been, what, 27 shootings at schools? I guess, I mean, just to get into it, why haven't we done anything about this? Well, I think uh, a lot of it's intimidation uh, by the NRA. And uh, look, this is not your father's Republican Party. This is a, a MAGA party. It's a very different, a, a very different Republican Party. And, uh, and so you find people who uh, are worried, I believe, that if they vote for rational gun policy, they're going to be primaried, and they're going to they're going to lose in a hard right Republican primary. Is that your take when you speak to these guys and women behind the scenes that they are? Is there any honesty? Do they acknowledge that they would like to do something? Well, I think many of them do, uh, 
You know, I get in trouble for saying this, but uh, I get on, uh, we have very different views on a lot of things, but I, uh, I've always had a straight relationship with, uh, with the majority, with the Republican leader, Mitch McConnell. You know, he's a guy that when he says something, he means it. I disagree with a lot of what he says, but he means it. There are a number of... Like when uh, he said we can't confirm a Supreme Court justice with a year left? That's right. And then said well, the opposite? Well, well, <laughs> well, no, what he did, I mean, look, he's a, he's a leader of, of a party that's moved very hard right. And so in order to get anything done, he, uh, he has a different problem than he did early on before Trump became president. It seems like maybe the party has moved hard right, but I don't know that the people have moved they hard have. right. They because have. people overwhelmingly believe we should have serious background That's checks. Why they overwhelmingly. <laughs> Look, Jimmy, you may remember, the last time we did something serious about guns was when I passed the assault weapons ban. I was the guy that sponsored that, got it passed limiting the number of bullets that could be in a magazine, whole background checks, a whole range of things. And we passed. And violent crime and gun crime dropped off. But it, I could only get it passed for 10 years. It had to be reauthorized. And when the first Bush administration came along, they didn't reauthorize it. We didn't have the votes. And so what happened was, all of a sudden, it came back. You could own assault weapons again. And guess what? Crime went up significantly, three times. I mean, so there is a direct correlation between the kinds of weapons that can be had. Look, I, I met with every single family member of all those kids who were killed and the teachers killed out in, 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 down in Uvalde, Texas. And um, they stayed with me for almost four hours, over 200 of them, meaning family and extended family. And the stories they told and the pain you could see on their faces, it just made you, uh, I mean, it, it, it just, it leaves such a... Shouldn't we demand that every senator in the United States sit with those families? Well, the answer is... I think we, we, we should make the demand. Here's what has to happen. All of you folks, and I hope, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, hope the Republicans here as well. You got to make sure that this becomes a voting issue. It's got to be one of those issues where you decide your position on the issue, Senator or candidate for House or Senate, on what we're going to do on us with assault weapons and how have to have, maybe we'll have 300 rounds in a magazine. And mag I mean, what you say on those things is going to determine how I'm going to vote for you. It should be one of those issues. You're right. It is our fault that people in the House and Congress can take responsibility for it, but it is our fault because we need to stop this. We need to do it. Well, we did last time, as I said, and it, and it expired in 2004. Can't and, you issue an executive order? Trump passed those out like Halloween candy. Yes, sir. It, well, it, I isn't that something that could happen? Well, I, I, I have issued executive orders within the power of the presidency to be able to deal with these, everything having to do with guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting, all, all the things that are within my power. But what I don't want to do, and I'm not being facetious, I don't want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and constitutional authority. And, and so, and I mean that sincerely, because I often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. Not a joke.
And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> there's that little box in there. Directly to jail? <laughs> Go directly to jail. Okay. The president is with us. Joseph Biden will be right back to talk more. We are back with President Biden. Um, and the first lady is with us, too, here in Hollywood. Will you be And my going? granddaughter. And your granddaughter is here. The family is here. And, <laughs> and her fiancé. And fiancé. Yeah, it's my can... daughter's birthday. Oh, how about that? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Does somebody have to, like, remind you of all that stuff no, with all this no, craziness no, going no. on? No, no, no. My dad used to have an expression. Family is the beginning, the middle, and the end. We, um, I think a lot of Democrats are frustrated because, you know, we got out and voted. Um, we won the House, the Senate, um, the White House, obviously, and still we have had made very little progress as far as I'm concerned when it comes to guns, obviously, uh, reproductive rights, voting rights, climate change, the, all these things. And in some ways, we've We've moved backwards. Well, on climate change, we've actually made some real moves. I mean, we have, we have, you know, one in seven of the, all the changes that have taken place in terms of solar, wind, and and and, and wind pumps, and I mean, uh, pumps and like, uh, have occurred in the last 18 months. We've moved, and there's an opportunity with the process we have dealing with energy to be able to gradually move more rapidly than we have been to alternatives. For example, electric vehicles. Jimmy, when I got elected, I, you know, I've pushed electric vehicles for the last, I don't know, God knows how long. Well, I had, I had a, a, a conversation with the chairman of the board of General Motors, Mary Berry, and, uh, um, and she, she was suing California, remember, and for because your standard was too high. She right. Said. Well, guess what? We had a conversation. I got a call from her. About three days, four days later, she dropped the suit and committed she's going to go all electric in the entire General Motors line. And by 2035, by 2030, going 50% electric. That's yeah, amazing. Well, it is, no, but it really is. And then Ford came along and did the same thing. So we're on a path. And, and what is the successor to Chrysler is doing the same thing. We're moving in directions that are being slow. Look. We won. I won by, I got 81 million votes, um, more than anybody's ever gotten. Because, and thank you for those who you helped me with. But, but what's happened, Jimmy, is, you know, we still only ended up with 50 senators, which means that we have 50 presidents. And two of them are kind of um, on uh, iffy, I think, uh, well, at best. Here, here's the thing. It's interesting. You know, one, one of the things that's causing problems is that People think it's the Democratic Party that's so divided and the problem. The problem is we have 48 out of 50 senators vote with me 95% of the time, more than any president has gotten that kind of support from their, from their constituency. But we only have 50. And you can't get even two, three, four Republicans to vote. Look what's happening now with regard to everything from the way they talk about this potential decision from the Supreme Court. I mean, it's going to be, it's awful. What do we do about well, that? I well, mean, what do we do? And what well, do you say to Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, what do you say to them when well, you get them on the telephone? Well, what I say to them is, and by the way, they agree on a lot of these proposals relating to everything from, from choice all the way to 
I would hope so. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but it's not like they are there 80% of the time. The pace that they're not there is Joe's not there on a lot of things having to do with the climate and the environment because he comes from cold country and, and he has a different view. Um, and uh, Kristen is not always there in terms of the tax policies. Look, here's where we are. We have the fastest growing economy in the world, the world, the world. We have 8.6 million new jobs just since I got in office. Unemployment rates down to 3.6%. We've reduced the deficit last year by $320 billion. This year, we're going to reduce it by $1.7 trillion. Trillion dollars. Right. And so we're the strongest economy, and that's allowed us at least to stay on top of and a little bit ahead of what's happening around the world. Second thing is, look, Inflation is the, is, is, the, is the bane of our existence. Inflation is mostly in food and in gasoline at, yeah. at the pump. That's what kills you, because it's well, a little billboard telling you, everyone you every, how expensive but, everything but, is. If Donald Trump leaves one of those Sharpies over for you, you could maybe change the price on that, uh, you know. Bob, we, we could. Yeah. But, here, but, but, but here's the deal. You know, my dad used to say, Every, every family is a little bit of breathing room. If you take and look at all the costs that a family has on a monthly basis, it also includes health care, prescription drugs, child care, all those things. What I'm proposing we get, and I think we can get it done, I'm proposing that we, in fact, reduce the cost of those things. Why should anybody, anybody of you in the, in the audience know anybody who has to take insulin every month because they have sure. type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes? Well, guess what? They're charging as high as a thousand bucks a month in some places, average six hundred and forty-seven dollars a month on average. Well, if I pass what I want to get done, which we can do, and we can do it relatively easy, it's not gonna cost more than thirty-five dollars a month. It costs these companies No, no, I am not this, this is not as our friends on Fox would say socialism. This is very practical. They have it costs ten bucks to make a vial. So charging $35 gives them, you know, a significant profit. They don't need, for example, our oil companies. Oil companies, instead of everybody says, well, Biden won't let them drill. They have, they have 9,000 drilling sites that they've already owned that are there. They're not doing it. You know why? Because they make more money not drilling and buying back their own stock. It's all screwed up, no, and that's the it, thing. It's well, that, it is screwed up, but we are only a few votes away from being able to straighten it out. We have to get the message across in a way that is understandable to people like the folks in my family we grew up. Tell people what the, what, 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 just what the facts are. And the facts are that this, this isn't anything about so. This is about building the economy. When I ran, I said, I want to build a new economy. No more trickle down from the bottom up and the middle out, because when the middle does well, everybody does well. The wealthy do very, very well. The idea, there are 54 major corporations in America, made $40 billion last year, and don't pay a penny in taxes. Not a penny. How many of you think the tax code is fair anywhere along the line here? How many? No, I'm not being facetious now. I'm being deadly earnest. They don't pay a penny. I don't, so if we had a minimum tax of 15%, just on this year, I mean, minimum 15. It doesn't hurt them at all. They make a lot of money still, and we can raise a lot of money to make sure that child care doesn't cost you 1,400 bucks a month. To make sure. But this all makes perfect sense. 
And the fact that this makes sense is why it doesn't make sense and why it seems so crazy and that we have so many problems and that maybe it's just that Americans aren't as knowledgeable as they should be. Or maybe there's a, uh, a, a Death Star pumping false information into our brains. Fox, right? Or, yeah, or maybe... <laughs> Or maybe it's always been this way. I mean, here in L.A., what, like, like, you know, a small fraction of people voted uh, in the primary yesterday. And then everybody wants to complain about everything. And it's just, it's enough already. And I think you need to start yelling at people is really what I think. Well, here's what I think. Look, think about this. Look what impact the pandemic has had on people. It has had enormous impact, negative impact. Think of just, think of just your kids. How many of them got to go to a prom? How many of them had a graduation that got celebrated? How many of how, how much has changed in terms of the relationships between people and how they interact with one another? I mean, so much has changed. And we need, uh, Vivek Murthy, the Surgeon General, talks about the need for significant mental health pr- proposals relating to people who are feeling, not knowing where they're going, not knowing how, how to respond, not knowing how to act. And so there's a lot we can do. But the bottom line is, I think, that we've seen such a radical shift in one party and the ability of that party to that minority of the the MAGA folks. It's like we're living in two countries at once. Yeah, and and It's like you can be, you can, you can be. I've never been more optimistic in my life, though. Tell you why. Why are you so optimistic? It makes no sense. No, it does. Look at the kids. Look at the young people. Best educated, least prejudiced, most giving generation in American history. Turn on the television. Now. You turn on the, no, I'm serious. Right, there's something to that. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You turn on the TV. Look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products. And they sell products when people, they appeal to people. This generation is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. There's an ability for us to do everything from increase the the, the access to education, health care. Look what we did in health care. All, all the talk about it. I was able to reduce people's bills about 400 bucks a month. It has changed and, people's lives for the better. No, no so, question about it. So there's a it. lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say it another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate but it. But look how way. the press has changed. Mm-hmm. Look how the press has changed. It has changed. Oh, listen, it, I, it, I get it. I know you get you overstand it. Yeah. You don't just understand it. You overstand it. <laughs> but here's the deal. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a, um, even with, with notable exceptions, even the really good reporters, they have to get the number of clicks on, on, the, on nightly news. Mm-hmm. So instead of asking a question, anyway, it just, everything gets, gets sensationalized. In ways that, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. I don't if you don't blame mind, you. I'm sorry. I, sorry, we have some of those commercials. I, I, I we have some you. biracial commercials we need to show. We'll be back with President Biden. We are back with the President of the United States. Um, 
just a just a process question. When you have sensitive documents that you need to flush down the toilet, do you do that? Is, he, is that done in your office toilet or is that done in the bathroom in the personal bathroom area? I call Trump. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I haven't. <laughs> you know, everybody talks about you know sensitive documents and the like. I I don't destroy anything, but one of the things that. I spent more time with Xi Jinping than anybody, any other head of state. And I'd always be, when I traveled with him 17,000 miles, spent 78 hours with him, they tell me, all told. And uh, we'd have, I'd have a consecutive interpreter and he'd have one. And the difference between when I would do that and others would do it, I always handed in all my notes. <laughs> you gotta hand in your notes. Hand in my notes. It's, yeah. You learn that, in, we learn that in school, That's theoretically. Right. <laughs> uh, Roe versus Wade. Boy, these things just keep coming at you, don't they? I mean, there's no, you, you have not had an easier, what a terrible job you have. I mean, <laughs> what, a, I'm glad you're doing it, but boy, oh boy, does this seem well, like a bad you know, gig. It's a, I think if the, if the court overrules Roe v. Wade and does what is yeah. draft. Can, what we fear they will. Well, yeah. if that occurs, I think we have to, we have to legislate it. We have to make sure we pass legislation making it a, a law that is the federal government says this is how it works. Yet another situation where most of the country is on the same page. Something like 64% of Americans do not want to see Roe v. Wade overturned. And it's just going to be the beginning, by the way. You know, there used to be a, a, a case called Connecticut versus Griswold. Oh, I'm very familiar with it. Well, well you no, know, I'm not, I'm no, but, all, but all kidding aside. Is that from the National Lampoon Vacation yeah, movie? It is. <laughs> but Connecticut versus Griswold said that you could not use contraception in the privacy of your own bedroom because in the Constitution there was no right to privacy. And so they could outlaw, and if you use contraception, it was against the law. You couldn't purchase contraception. And, you know, there's a whole range of things that are at stake here when we talk about eliminating Roe v. Wade and all its all, all the same-sex marriage. It. I mean, it's just ridiculous, in my view. And I don't think the country will stand for it, but I think what we're going to have to do, there's some executive orders I could employ. I, we believe we're, we're looking at that right now. But I want to keep... I want to keep... Employ them. But look... It's clear that if, in fact, the decision comes down the way it does and these states impose the limitations they're talking about, it's going to cause a mini-revolution. They're going to vote a lot of these folks out of office. we got to keep it focused on. If, some, if, you, if they overrule where we wait and the state in California won't do it, but other states say that you cannot do the following, it's a, it's a law, you can't cross the border, you can't, all, all the things that some states have, then you got to make sure that you vote you got to vote and let people know exactly what the devil you think. And we change it. Yeah, we have to vote for people who are fighting for this country and not just reacting to these horrible things because we should have done something about gun violence a long time ago. The climate is something we could all look back at these days and go, oh, my God, But why we have made we... some progress there. There's 560,000. Some, some. But, but it's moving. It's moving. My mother used to say, out of everything bad, some of good will come if you look hard enough for it. So the, re the reduction on the use of oil also increases the need to find alternatives. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm, that's why I'm going over to the, quote, G7, the seven largest economies in the world, and meeting in, uh, in Germany in a couple weeks. Well, we're looking uh, hard for the good things, and we're glad you're looking hard for the good things, too. We can do this. This All is right. the United States of America.
Look, I can't add any more words to what you just heard. Our country is in trouble because of the globalists and the Marxist tyranny that has taken over our country. This man that is called, quote, the President of the United States, didn't believe anything that he's talking about until he became president, until they got a hold of him. And we can have that discussion for years about what he thought back in the day, for instance. And now he's a puppet that is put on display for the American people that watch this crap on the TV. And he's being fed, spoon-fed baby food, if you ask me, because he has no mind left. He has no ability to lead a country. He's just doing what the leftists want him to do. And this is a perfect, perfect example of what this world and America has turned into. Taking a person that has no reason to be in a leadership position and feeding him what the world and the U.S. leftist Marxist agenda wants to feed you. So hope you ha had a a better understanding of what's going on. And how do we fix this? The way we fix this is we get rid of this person. We get rid of this administration. Americans stand up and vote in and use their voice by standing up showing up and speaking up about what is going on in this country. If we don't do anything, these Hollywood elites and the Marxists that are running this government is going to take you down. That's how simple this is. This is the Gunny. Please share the podcast far and wide. Thank you very much for listening to me. I'm hoping I present to you information that you can use to make a logical decision on your life. That's the goal, to understand Marxism, communism, and how it has infiltrated our country so you can be aware of what's going on. Share the podcast far and wide. Share it. This is how you get more people involved in saving our country. Thank you very much for listening. This is The Gunny. Out.
Still yet to come, the good times ain't over. 